Hello, and welcome to the Friday Night Author Roundtable. I'm your host, Chris Baker, and during the next half hour, we'll be speaking with several very talented authors about their newly released books, what their inspiration was for creating their unique stories, and why it would be a great book to read and share with your friends and family. Everyone goes through trials and tribulations and and things through their life, and everyone has a testimony, and there's a lot of power in that, and that is really the the point that's driven home with this next book on the Friday Night Author Roundtable. The book is called The Power of Testimonies by author Allison C. Mayfield from Christian Faith Publishing. Allison, thank you for being on the show. Thank you for having me, Chris. Now, tell everybody a a little about your book. I got the idea of, I was sitting in church on one Sunday, and every Sunday, actually, at my church at the time, they would always make room for a testimony service. And being a young Christian back then, it was so helpful to me to know that people was going through things that I was going through and facing. And those testimonies impacted my life in such a great way. And years later, um, the idea came to put testimonies in a book so people could read them and um, hopefully have the same effect on them as it did me. What can people expect uh, from this book? Like, What kind of subjects does, does this book tackle as far as uh, testimonies that are given? Health issues, people that may be going through things in their body, and I give scripture to help them and to guide them through the trial of sickness or whatever they may be facing. Also, financial testimonies are given in the book as well, and also restoration. A lot of times we don't hear a lot about people being restored, their families being restored. So those testimonies are a part of the book as well. And also um, angelic protection testimonies. We have a, a couple of testimonies about divine protection. So it's a good number of testimonies that cover a good number of life issues. Yeah, I usually like to ask, you know, what what the target reader is for for a lot of books, but this really, to me, seems like this is a, a book that really anybody uh, can pick up and and get something from. That's really kind of what you had in mind, I'm sure. Yes, for sure. And it was also written to encourage people to give their testimonies as well. A lot of times we think that we may not have a testimony, but just your salvation in itself is a testimony because people are going through and trials. And oftentimes, some of those people don't even go to church. But you can give them a testimony that could just propel them to another level in their life. And I think that everyone should be encouraged to give their testimony because it is a big help to people. Now, how was it working with Christian Faith Publishing to get this book out there and this message out there? Oh, it was really wonderful. They made the process so smooth and so easy by being my first book. I really didn't know what to expect, but they made it so easy. I I really love Christian Faith Publishing. They were a blessing. Now, have you thought about maybe doing a follow-up to this down the road, or do you have other topics you'd like to write about in the future? I do. Um, I have started on my second book, and I thought about doing a follow-up to this book because originally I was going to get everybody's testimonies, but that just didn't work out that way, so it ended up being all of my testimonies. But I do plan to do uh, another book, and um, I'm definitely going to use Christian Faith Publishing. Now, now, this book, the the power of testimonies. When, when people do read this, what what do you hope is the most important message that uh, comes across? The most important overall message of this book. I think the overall message is that you can get through whatever you're facing, no matter where you are right now and how hard it may seem. You will come through it. You'll come out of it, and you'll be better for it. Because our tests and trials really makes us stronger. So I think that. The number one thing is for them to know that it won't last always. Go through it according to the Word of God, and you will come out. 
I think this book's going to provide a lot of hope for people. The book is called The Power of Testimonies by author Allison C. Mayfield from Christian Faith Publishing. Get your copy today, Amazon.com, Barnes & Noble, iTunes, online, as well as at the brick-and-mortar stores. Those are just a, a few of the locations. And Allison, thank you for being on the show. Thank you, Chris, for having me. For anyone who has had uh, issues in their marriage and, and felt like things were hopeless, uh, there is always hope. And I think this next book is going to to drive that point home here on the Friday Night Author Roundtable. The book is called Unfathomable Betrayal, a raw testimony of sex addiction, infidelity, and God's transforming power by author Ricky Zaraki with Ray Zaraki. Uh, we have Ricky on the phone from uh, Christian Faith Publishing. Uh, Ricky, thank you for being on the show. Well, thank you for having me. Now, tell everybody uh, a bit about this book you've written. Well, it's never going to be a New York bestseller. I, I understand that. I'm not a writer. I've never been a writer. But it's our testimony, and we felt God really was pushing us to write this book because our marriage was probably the worst marriage you could possibly imagine. With my husband's sex addiction, his pornography addiction, his adultery, he cheated on me for 20 years out of 20 years of marriage. He was cheating before we were married, and I wasn't aware of it. And knowing the details that are in this book, how he had women in our house, even when I was home and didn't know about it, he was with a family member in our home, my daughter-in-law. It's unimaginable, and that's why the, the title is Unfathomable, because it is. It really is. You cannot imagine how much we've been through. And yet, when it all exploded, we can see how God was the one that exploded loaded it for us and how God was the one that restored our marriage. And he just kept impressing on both our hearts that, you know, we're not the only ones out here. He didn't pick us out to save this marriage. We're not special. We are probably two of the biggest sinners on the planet. And so we knew that there had to be a book go out to tell people your marriage is not unsalvageable. There's nothing God can't do. Was it tough for you to be able to go back and recount all that you and your husband had been through? Or was it therapeutic, especially knowing that you're going to be able to help other people with this? Oh, no, it was very painful. It was excruciating because actually we were only into the second year of healing and working through this when all the other affairs just come pouring out. And like I said, you could see God orchestrating every bit of it. And as I was going through it, I've always been a journaler. So what I was doing was taking pieces of those journals and putting those together along with what God was leading us through at the moment and journaling that. And then all I did is I just compiled all these entries and then you could see the big picture of what we went through and then the discovery of what happened in our past that brought us to all the brokenness that created this storm that we had in our marriage. And ultimately, then, how God took us through the healing part of it. So I was still in the middle of a lot of it as I was writing this book. So this is just our testimony is what it is. And it, and it all points straight back to God will heal your marriage. The difference between what we've written and what most authors have out there right now is a lot of theirs, there's a lot of psychology in it, it seems like. And because they're Christian titles, they tend to make a more gentle version of things. And they talk about the forgiveness and the love, and which are, are awesome and they're aspects you need. But I couldn't relate to a lot of them because of the anger, the hate, the bitterness that was inside me when I was going through this. And I think that's where a lot of people get turned off to some of these books is they're thinking, you didn't experience the rage I'm feeling. You didn't experience the anger, the hurt, the depth. And this book, if you read it, is very raw. I know the people that have read it so far have told me that it was it was painful to even read. Then when they got to the end and they saw God's hand in it the same way we have, they're like, wow. We do serve an amazing God. And our number one 
point in here is that if you don't have God in your marriage, you're just doomed. Now, when people read this book, Unfathomable Betrayal, uh, what do you hope is the most important message that they get from it? Or what's the most important thing you hope uh, readers get from this book? My number one thing would be, no matter how bad they think their marriage is, read it and find out how much worse this one is, and then trust God. I encourage everyone to pick up a copy of this Unfathomable Betrayal, a raw testimony of sexual addiction, infidelity, and God's transforming power by author Ricky Zaraki with uh, Ray Zaraki from Christian Faith Publishing. Get your copy today, Amazon.com, Barnes & Noble, iTunes, just a few of the online stores as well as at the brick-and-mortar stores. And Ricky, thank you for being on the show. Well, thank you so much. I appreciate it. Our next book on the Friday Night Author Roundtable, if you love the game of golf or you just love fascinating stories, I think everyone's going to enjoy this. The book is called Confessions of a Caddy by author Mitchell Mesco from Fulton Books. Mitchell, thank you for being on the show. Well, fabulous. Nice to talk to you, too. Now, tell everybody a, a bit about this book you've written. Well, I was a professional caddy at Riviera Country Club for seven years. Five and a half those spent with O.J. Simpson and his um, his friends. Now, what made you decide that you were going to take, you know, I mean, uh, that's such a, a famous golf club and a golf course. And, and what made you decide that, uh, you know, this was the time to, to take all these uh, fascinating things you've experienced with all these, you know, fascinating people at this place and, and decide to put this in the book? Where, where did that start? Well, it actually started, I was riding pine. That means waiting for work. And I was sitting on the bench there one day, and O.J. Simpson lost his uh, golf ball. And there was another caddy out there, Rick Alexander. And he told O.J., why don't you get Mitch? You know, get yourself a good caddy out there. So, boom, you know, I'm out there. That was the beginning of like a five and a half year working for O.J. Simpson, Craig Baumgarten, Austin, the same guys that O.J. mentioned in his suicide letter shortly after the murders. Because this this book is a you know a lot about the game of golf and and, and all that. What what kind of first drew you to to this game uh, in the first place? You know, golf is a very difficult game, and I took it up late in life. The best years of my life were spent at Riviera Country Club and people like Jack Nicklaus. Caddy for Tiger three times. Magic Johnson, James Worthy, Marcus Allen, Dr. J. What a wonderful man. Can't play golf, but a uh, <laughs> great guy. Danny Ainge, Alice Cooper, Terry Bradshaw, Willie Nelson. Now, how was it working with Fulton Books to, to be able to, to get this story out there and get this book published? Well, it's been great. Fulton has been wonderful hooking me up with you and trying to get this thing off the ground, so to speak. I think anybody that plays golf or anybody that is, how should I say, a celebrity hound, they're going to love it. This really kind of seems like a book that anybody's going to be able to pick up and enjoy, whether you like golf or whether you like reading about celebrities or, or just like I said, you know, uh, earlier, you know, just fascinating stories. Is that that's kind of what you had in mind when you're when you're writing this? That's kind of like your target readers. Really, anybody can pick this book up and enjoy it. Well, I think you're exactly right there, Chris. However, remember, again, it's just like a helicopter flying over some guy. Could be you. Could be anybody. I was just there. Lucky to meet Jack Nicholas. Come on, that's the greatest of all time, you know. Here I am, just a lonely little caddy 
you know, a peon. But the people showed me respect. And the reason that they showed me respect, because I did my job and basically I kept my mouth shut. But those were truly the best years of my life. Well, I think everyone needs to pick up a copy of this because I think I said, like I said before, going to be a fascinating read. The book is called Confessions of a Caddy by author Mitchell Mesco from Fulton Books. Get your copy today at uh, Amazon.com, Barnes & Noble, iTunes, Google Play, just a few of the online sources, as well as at the brick-and-mortar stores. And Mitchell, thank you for being on the show. Well, fabulous. Thank you so much. Our next book on the Friday Night Author Roundtable, an interesting book. I'm excited to find out more about. The book is called Jasmine's Journey to Jesus, A Story of Brokenness, Pain, and Redemption by author L.T. Sutton from Christian Faith Publishing. L.T., thank you for being on the show. Thank you for having me. Now, tell everybody a, a bit about this story. So, the book takes you on a journey with a young Young woman on the surface, she appears to have it all together. She's single, attractive, educated, with a fantastic career. But her emotional and spiritual well-being are a different story. By looking at her, no one would be able to tell she endured years of sexual abuse and poverty as a child, and then she was raped even after she came out of that abusive situation. She faced issues of drug and alcohol abuse, unplanned pregnancy, and abortion. So this girl was put through the ringer and managed to survive it and not become a statistic. But she wasn't equipped to truly deal with what was going on inside of her to heal and thrive. She was kind of functional, but one could say she was living a double existence. So at some point, her inner turmoil and, you know, her other demons reached a point where they no longer exist in the background. They began to plague her until they almost ruined her life. And it's during this time that she finds Jesus Christ. And through the story, you begin to witness her transformation. First, spiritually, you know, you begin to see her understand how things worked in her life, how sin played its part, and then you begin to see her see things through God's eyes and see her life through God's eyes, and you begin to just see her transform, and, you know, it manifests in her life and her decisions and her walk. So it's it's a page-turning testimony of how, you know, a true and meaningful relationship with Christ can bring you out of your darkest place, and it shows how he can break generational curses and stop patterns of bad decisions as a result, and, you know, things that we do because we just simply don't know better. Now, what inspired you to to write this story? It's a fictional story, but most of her experiences are my own, and her transformation I wrote about is very much like my own as well. In this book, I didn't spare the ugly details of her rape, her abuse, and the other horrible experiences because they were mine, and I wanted to be real and relatable to people who are going through and struggling with the same things. And I've gotten feedback from people who have read it and said, you know, I know someone who's going through this and they bought a copy for that person. So I would like it to be something that anyone who's going through this can relate to. Now, how was it working with Christian Faith Publishing to to get this story out there and then get this book published? Um, It was an amazing experience, given that this is the first book I've ever published. You know, they walked me step by step um, through the process of getting it published, you know, editing art, everything. I mean, it was really amazing. I felt like they held my hand through the whole process, and it was just a wonderful experience. Now, is this something you'd like to do again, maybe down the road, a a follow-up to this or another book uh, along a different line? Yes, I actually have a series in mind with Jasmine. Um, I'm already working on the next book, because in this book, you you kind of see her journey and that she gets saved, but the next one will be kind of a, now she's saved, and then now what? You know, I want to show how just because you get saved, your problems don't just go away. You know, you're just better equipped to deal with them. You have the authority, you know, God and the Holy Spirit behind you to battle those demons because they will keep coming back. And so that's what I want to deal with in the next book. Oh, excellent. We look forward to that. Now, now this book, Jasmine's Journey to Jesus, 
When, when people do read it, what do you hope is the most important message they get from reading the story? I want people to know that he can pull you out of your darkest place and bring you to a place of life that he can heal your heart, he can heal your soul, he can heal your mind and turn your life around. And, you know, he wipes our slate clean so that we don't have to wrap our identity and existence around our failures and how others failed and hurt us. I want people to understand that no matter what it is they come from, they can truly thrive and not just exist. This book, I think, is going to be a great read, and I think uh, everyone is really going to learn a lot from this. The book is called Jasmine's Journey to Jesus, A Story of Brokenness, Pain, and Redemption by author L.T. Sutton from Christian Faith Publishing. You can get your copy today, Amazon.com, Barnes & Noble, iTunes. Those are just a few of the locations online as well as at the brick-and-mortar stores. And L.T., thank you for being on the show. Thank you so much again for having me. Now on the Friday Night Author Roundtable, a book I'm really excited to talk more about. It's a, a book of spiritual art and poetry. The book is called Steward of the Harvest by author Stephen J. Vatimo from Christian Faith Publishing. Stephen, thank you for being on the show. Glad to be with you. Now tell everybody a, a bit about your book. Well, my book is a collection of art and poetry and also of articles that explain the uh, spiritual symbolism that's in the painting. My artwork is communicative. And the poetry is basically like spiritual principles that are taught through uh, different circumstances that I've gone through in life. And I just felt like, oh man, that's a good lesson. God helped me sit down, with, you know, pray to the Lord and say, how can we write a poem that not only says something to me, but says something to other people who might be going through the same type of trial or tribulation or situation. Hey, what made you decide you were going to put this in a book and share this? I first got interested, actually, believe it or not, it was Christian music. Christian music was really inspired me, and uh, before I started using my artwork for God, I really wasn't doing much artwork. I mean, I was talented since I was a kid, really wasn't doing much with it, and and I was so, uh, you know, inspired, like, groups like Petra that had such a discipling message with every song, and I said, that would be really great if I could do that with art, because people say, my picture's worth a thousand words, so uh, I pray to God, can you help me? use the gifts you've given me art to reach people for Christ. And I said, you know, I always want to be like a Christian rock and roll star. Could you give me the ability to write poetry? So when I was in the Army, I started writing spiritual poetry. He gave me the gift. So uh, according to his will, he gave me the gift. So I'd been on the Internet, on all kinds of websites and art communities, both art, Christian and non-Christian, uh, sharing my gift, hoping to encourage people to come to Christ and those who do know Christ to follow Christ through the thick and thin. So that's basically how I got started. And I, I figured, well, I'm 54 years old and kind of having pretty bad uh, bouts with my health. I, I thought, well, I would like to leave something behind that when I'm gone, and that other people could still be inspired by the gift God gave me by putting in a book. And hopefully this book, you know, through advertisement stuff, will catch on to people and that they'll, it'll be able to they'll find what a gem it is and that it will be able to help them as they go on their journey with Christ. Now, how was it working with Christian Faith Publishing to, to get this book published and to be able to get this out there and share it? Well, it was a lot of hard work. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, it was a lot of hard work. The road was bumpy, but they did work with me, which I'm glad because I'm one of not a lot of financial means. So, uh, you know, it was, it was a little bit rough, but, I mean, I stuck it out, and they worked with me, and I was able to... Um, polish it up and, and get it uh, where I want it to be, to the glory of God, of course. Now, do you think maybe you'll do like a, another collection down the road, or do you have anything else uh, you're, oh, you're working oh, sure, on? Sure, sure, sure. 
I'm a comedian too, so I'm thinking about maybe doing a book of humor stories. I definitely continue to paint more all the time, and I'm always writing new uh, poetry, so I could do another book of poetry and art. I'm, I also might take a collection of my teachings. I write. I do a lot of apologetic. They might put a book together of articles that I've written, on, you know, apologetical articles on spiritual things. Now, this book, uh, Steward of the Harvest, when people do get it and read it and and, and see the art and, and read the poetry and, and everything else, what do you hope is the most important? Is there an overall message you hope the reader gets? And what would that be? Well, of course, the, the, the full message is that uh, this is the Bible says for us to truly have life is to truly know God and and Christ and walk with with him. I tell you what, I'm I'm a big fan of uh, of poetry and art, and and I I think this is going to be a a fantastic book. And it seems like there's a little something for everybody in this book, and I encourage everyone to pick up their copy. The book is called Steward of the Harvest by author Stephen J. Vitimo from Christian Faith Publishing. Get your copy today, Amazon.com, Barnes & Noble, iTunes, uh, online, and at the brick-and-mortar stores. Those are just a few of the locations. And Stephen, thank you for being on the show. Thank you, Chris. Now on the Friday Night Author Roundtable, a book I'm really interested to find out more about. The book is called... When a Lifetime Seems Like Forever by author M. Lee from Christian Faith Publishing. Thank you for being on the show. Oh, thank you for having me. Now tell everybody uh, a little bit about your book. The Lord was talking to me and told me to write this book many, many, many years ago, but I didn't know how to go about it. And through my life, I've gone through a lot of challenges, but the Lord has always been with me. So I guess uh, what happened was uh, one day I woke up and he says, you're going to do it today. So I went on my computer, turned it up, and the book just came to be. Now what kind of inspired you to uh, to tackle this? I mean, I know you had a calling from the Lord, but uh, what, what, what was the step that finally you were like, you know what, I am going to sit down, I am going to write this and, and, and publish it and share all this with, with the world. You know, I lived a very hard life, and from the very beginning since the day I was born, and I read about it in the beginning of my book that um, I only recollect when I was six years old and after that. But um, I've had challenges over challenges, and um, I had a lot of heartache, but it just kept continuing, and uh, I couldn't get along with my mother. She had a problem with me, but when she passed away, I needed to get this book out so that I can help others. But the book is not about my hardship that I had. The book is more to help others, maybe in the same situations that I've been, to get them through that, yeah, I'm a survivor, and that... Even though I suffer with depression and I look back, I I let that past go, but I'm never going to forget it. And um, I think the Lord put me on a journey to help those that are suffering like I am or never had a voice or never got the chance to speak about it or never had to read about it, that others are like them, and that if I can reach out to them, I'm here to help. Now, how was it working with Christian Faith Publishing as a a first-time author and to be able to get this message out there, get this book out there to to share with everyone? The Lord took me on this path, and Christian Faith Publishing was actually put in front of me. I've never done this before, and so I put my full faith in them, and they helped me to produce the book when I was ready. They held the book for a few years until I could complete it, and They've been very patient with me, and they've they've been there for me. Just walk me right through it, and I'm very grateful to have it been done. Now, now this book, When a Lifetime Seems Like Forever, when people read it, what what do you hope is the most important message they get from from reading uh, your story and about your experience? What I want people to understand is that the Lord is there for us no matter what we go through. And even if I have a lot of 
reasons to just not be here anymore. The Lord always was there to pick me up, and I never lost my faith, never blamed Him for anything, never accused the Lord for anything. I was there, and I, I just asked Him, how much do I have to go through? But I believe that He put me on through all this because this is the end product. It's like a mission that I've been on, but I didn't know it. And so when He told me to make this book, produce it, write it. Then I understood what this was all about. So now I'm at this end where I need to do what he's telling me to do, which brings people to the Lord to have faith. That when you have faith in the Lord, all things work out at the end. Yeah. That is an excellent message and a message we all need to hear and all need to be reminded of. And I think they're going to find that message and, and hope and inspiration and more in this. The book is called When a Lifetime Seems Like Forever by author Emily from Christian Faith Publishing. Get your copy today. Amazon.com, Barnes & Noble, iTunes, online, and at the brick and mortar stores. Those are just a few of the locations. And uh, Emily, thank you for being on the show. Oh, thank you for having me. And uh, God bless Thank you so much for joining us for the Friday Night Author Roundtable. We'll be back next week with another great group of talented authors to discuss their books, their process, and their accomplishments. Have a great weekend, everyone.